Welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really truly live a life divine. Even during times of so much intensity and so many of our loved ones exiting the planet, we can find a deeper meaning, innocence, power, and spiritual connection if we connect to the truth of who we are as eternal life forms. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. Hello, beauties, tuning in from all over planet Earth. Um, I want to talk to you today about something very, very, very important, and that is um, how to become a positive, sacred way shower for the death of our loved ones and friends during this time. Uh, it's been very, very challenging because many of us have had many loved ones depart and we're not able to get into the hospitals or living facilities to be near our loved ones for their divine birth into other levels of more life. And so I'm excited to share with you some tips and tools and processes and perspectives on how uh, you can actually make a positive impact and be a radiant light uh, during this very tender, profound time, even though you can't physically be with them. But before we get into that, I wanted to remind you that I have a meal planning service that I created with my husband, Rich Roll, and this is called the Plant Power Meal Planner. The Plant Power Meal Planner is a, a service that generates customized recipe plans for your family, taking into consideration how many people you're cooking for, ingredient preferences, and in some cities, we even have grocery delivery. We have a 24-hour food coaches available for you as well as a catalog of instructional videos that will support you to becoming plant-based, choosing plants on your plate, which every time you do creates more love on planet Earth. I just found out a really amazing statistic and I wanted to share it with you guys and that is since we launched the Plant Power Meal Planner some years ago, uh, we have saved over 500,000 animals and I want to thank uh, and just acknowledge us as a collective community that we are able to affect such powerful change together when we take collective action. So if you're interested in becoming part of our tribe, um, choosing more plants on our plate, you can find out how to subscribe at richroll.com. You can click on the meal planner and you'll find that this service is only under $2 a week. So I hope to meet you there and commune with you there and share vibrant, vital, delicious plant-based food. This week, I just wanted to talk a little bit about sacred death and how we can actually um, step into sort of a, an energy of being able to affect change, even when we have loved ones that are departing. And it is especially heightened during COVID, the fact that we can't be with our loved ones. But it also needs to be mentioned that is, this is something that our culture is really missing the mark on for hundreds of years. 
Um, It's as if we have lost our connection to death. And in losing our connection to death, we have lost a great aspect of what it means to be alive, to actually live. I always find it very humorous of humans that we tend to, in a modern society, deny the existence of death. So we continue on our life paths, pretending or in denial that it's ever going to visit us. And then when it does visit us, we are ill-prepared to deal with it, shocked, left completely um, on our knees and incapacitated. And yet we understand that all life form will die at some point. And, um, you know, there is a, 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 a practice or a knowing in spiritual traditions that having the courage to face your death, to actual experience your death in, uh, let's say, a meditative experience, or maybe some of us have life experiences where we had these experiences of facing, um, you know, death through an accident or illness. And uh, many times if we're able to take this journey and take the gift of this experience, it in fact expands our life. And so there is a perspective that this illness or this near-death experience was in fact possibly the greatest blessing that could have ever happened to us. And so here we are, we're in the midst of so many people taking exit during this time. And um, many of us can't get in to see our loved ones. I have two friends who recently had two, um, their children actually became ill in different ways. And um, these children are not taking their exit now. But even while they were in the hospital, both of the moms called me crying from the parking lot because they can't get in to be with their children. And this is a very, very um, traumatizing, unimaginable condition. And so I know many of you listening have had this experience or you have said goodbye to a loved one and not been able to see them in their final hours or days or hold their hand. Or maybe if you did, it was through a mask or through protection. And so I wanted to offer today a perspective on what are some things that we can actually do when our loved ones are taking exit during the sacred time or really any time. So the first thing that I'd like to propose is that we have this fear of death where we're avoiding it at all costs. So we just want to avoid the death, stay as far away from that subject as possible, and we lead ourselves into the denial that that is making us safe or somehow making us immune to our death. But we can understand that life is a mystery and nobody has the ability to identify when their death is going to happen or um, or even uh, predict or, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to it. You know, some people pass when they're really super young, you know, as babies. Other souls pass, you know, when they're 80. Like, you just don't know. I mean, my mom is going to be 93 in two weeks, and I know probably double digits of people that have taken their exits since the beginning of quarantine Um, who are, you know, half her age, a quarter of her age, she's still rocking it, you know, so we just don't know when it's going to happen. And so starting to understand that the mystery of life is divine. And while there are different circumstances that occur, that catalyze somebody at somebody's exit, 
that we can take a perspective that at a greater vantage point, the vantage point of the eagle soaring overhead or the falcon soaring overhead, we can see that these exit points are ultimately divine. So as universal souls, as we design our life to provide the exact fertile soil for our evolution, it would include within it certain junctures that contain exit points. Now, in my awareness, that isn't one exit point, but there are a few peppered throughout a life that would give the soul the opportunity to exit during a certain point in time. So rather than view their exit as a tragedy, we can choose a divine perspective no matter the circumstance, even if it was a car accident or some disease or some, you know, horrible experience, we can guide them through the suffering to release the suffering and respect them in their choice of exit. If you were about to go on the greatest expedition of your life, which would be the journey of transition from this life into the next life, and let's say you were my best friend. How do you think I would need you to show up for me? What we do culturally is we scream and cry and say, don't go, don't go, don't go. I'm devastated. I can never live without you. You were murdered by someone else. You, uh, it was somebody else's negligence that caused your exit. All of these are, while they may be true in one perspective, Ultimately, my greatest power is to respect you as a divine universal creator. So what I would want you to do for me, and so I'm going to say it from my perspective. So if you're a listener of mine, and if I decide to take a body soon, anytime, and you know about it, please send me high vibes. Please tell me how grateful you are if I ever helped you, if I ever gave you anything that enhanced your life. Please help me as if I'm going to jump out of an airplane. And I'm very afraid to jump out of an airplane. I just want you to know, I'm not one of those people that could just go for it. So I would be very afraid to jump out of the airplane, but there is nothing that I want more than to fulfill my divine destiny. And that is beyond this life, this realm, it, it translates into many, many, many realms. And so I need you to believe in me. I need you to trust me and respect me. And I'm going to include also suicide in this, all right? So what we've learned about suicide is it's a huge sin. That's a big stigma. It's actually not true. So let's, if it's me, I'm going to ask you, please get behind me. So if I'm getting ready to jump out of the airplane, I want you to say, Julie, Srimati, I trust you and believe in you. And I want you to know that I'm here and I'm going to hold the highest vibrational space that I can for you, meaning translation to any lay people. That means feel happy, feel grateful, see me in my most expanded vision of what I might be as a magical being. How do you think I would look? What color hair do you think I could I would have? What superpowers might I have if I was free of the earthly realm with all this density? What would I look like? Would I be a flying tree? Would I have flowers growing out of my fingernails? Would I be singing to the cosmos? Would there just be, you know, rainbow rings of beauty circling me? Like, I really am asking you, please see me in this light because you are my human family and your thoughts are things 
and what you feel affects how I feel. What we can do collectively when we have loved ones depart is we can emanate a vibration of love, a vibration of trust. And I, I don't myself, like I don't want to be reduced to be the victim of someone else's mistake. I want to be in my universal creator choices of exit. And so please know that when and if I choose my exit, it will be such a sacred moment to me. And if you'd like to join me in that, join me in the expansion, please join me in that. And so I hope by sharing this perspective, you can kind of see just energetically how you can get around that. Now, I want to also just acknowledge we will have a grief. There is real human suffering that must pass through the body. But hopefully as responsible, you know, powerful agents of change, we can keep that sort of to the side at least in the early days as we go through the funerals or the sharing life experiences, the rituals, the things that we can do, which I'll go over you know, soon, which I'm going to cover in a minute. But let's try to keep our own grief, our own drama out of my choice of exit, okay? Because I don't need to deal with your stuff because your stuff is just going to drag me down. So if we could make that agreement that you handle your own stuff and, you know, if obviously, you know, if a mother says goodbye to a child or, you know, these things are really deep, okay? So I'm not, I'm not an illusion from that. And that feeling will have to be processed. It must be faced. But there is a whole landscape, a whole kaleidoscope of expansive experiences that we can choose to place ourselves in. So um, that is sort of the overall mindset or heart set, heart expression. When somebody takes exit, understanding there are billions of life forms and that there are many, many expressions of life that are beyond this planet. And so uh, we are much more than we know we are. Death is a divine birth. It is an exit, a graduation, a transition into more life, into more and more life. Now getting to some physical aspects of what that means. If I had access to the physical body, and it was a loved one of mine, one thing I would do is I would check in my state to see what is the maximum um, legal right I have to keep that body. Like, I don't want to just send that body away the second somebody transitions. And if I had that experience, which I had with my dad, so I'm going to share this personally now with my own father. So my father was in hospice for about a week. We knew he was in the process of transitioning. And what we did is we sang in his room. He probably was like, would you shut up? Like we were singing. We had like folk night. We had like original night. We had Christmas carol night. Uh, We even formed like a kirtan band one night. And we just sang and sang and sang and sang in his room for like four or five days. He was not conscious. You know, he was breathing, not conscious. He was there. Hospice was there. And we as a family were able to be with him. 
Um, At one point, my mom was concerned about the grandkids seeing him. She said, maybe they shouldn't be here. I said, no, they should absolutely be here. Death is a sacred part of what it means to be a human being. And we know this in our indigenous cultures, but in the modern culture, we just sort of hide it. The minute somebody passes away, we zip them in a bag. And then it's, it's very bizarre when you think very disconnected. So what I did is I created an altar uh, in the room with my father. This just consisted of photos of my parents, objects that were dear to them. I had a candle for each family member. I created uh, water in a beautiful silver bowl that I blessed and I put in rose essences in it. Um, We then got bunches of white flowers. And so I had these rose petals nearby And when it became time for him to take exit, we were able to do a meditation and release him. And we said things like, well done, dad. It was a great ride. You're going on your biggest expedition of your life. We love you. We thank you. Fly free and high. You know, it it was that kind of dialogue. And we were with him when he took his last breath And then my sister and I, um, and with hospice, we were able to move his body into a sacred cloth that I had purchased. Not too shiny. He wasn't kind of a shiny guy. It was a beautiful sort of raw cotton, handmade blanket in white. My sister and I washed his body with the rose water. This is just a, a moment of reverence for the body, of honoring what this life had done for us. And this is beyond personality. It's beyond what happened in your life or what personality scenarios set up. I had a lot of resistance with my dad. We were very different. But in his death, we merged and healed all of those things. So we swaddled him as if we had swaddled our babies. And, um, and then we each went to say goodbye. My mom went first, I think, or last, I can't remember. And we offered um, rose petals around around him. And then I offered my sacred mala that had been with me for many, many ceremonies. And in the end, my father was a divine being in his samadhi, in his death state. And it was absolutely one of the most beautiful experiences of my life, my family's life. We didn't even have a funeral because the process of saying goodbye to the family had exceeded anything that a funeral could ever have provided. Entering into that level of ritual was beyond anything we could have ever done. And we were complete, so complete with that experience. So you may be thinking, well, that's great, Julie, Srimati, but I couldn't get in to see my father. And uh, we have had a couple family members exit at our Srimati team. And I was able to facilitate for one of our dear, dear sacred makers, Aaron, who said goodbye to his mom. And what we did is we entered into a process of that experience, but we just did it as a meditation, as a visualization. And so um, I'm going to offer that to you uh, right now, and you can use this as a template, as inspiration or as an actual process to assist your loved one, I hope that it brings you comfort and healing and grace and beauty. And so if you're driving, maybe turn this off and listen later when you can be in meditation, because I would like you to be safe. So let's just find ourselves um, connected to our breath, 
as we acknowledge this sacred moment of exit for so many of our human family, I want to ignite the crystalline spiral throughout all dimensions, all realities in the void. I want to call to mind all of our beloveds who have taken transition that we were not able to be in contact with. And so I want to dedicate this visualization, this offering, this prayer to my beloved who has made the transition and also all those who have died alone, not connected and not able to communicate. And so, beloveds, as we ignite the crystalline spiral, I'm going to call forth the highest aspects of each one of us that have taken a body that are part of this collective transformation on planet Earth. And I want to call all those divine beings, races of the Davic realms, guardian angels, and beings of light that are assisting humanity in their next level of evolution. So please gather with us and come near now as we ignite with the intention of a blessing, the safe passage and divine exit of our beloveds. So as we connect, I want to imagine as if we are assisted with our beloved to place the etheric body of our beloved onto a sacred cloth. So I want you to imagine that you have a bird's eye view and you are looking down on your loved one who has just taken their exit. And as you are assisted by angels and beautiful beings of light, let's place the sacred body on the sacred mantle, in the sacred shroud, so that we may offer a blessing, an acknowledgement of the sacredness and the meaning of this life. So we are igniting the qualities of unconditional forgiveness, of unconditional forgetfulness for all the human dramas that we experienced. And we instead bring forth the soul recognition of the parts that we agreed to play in each other's lives. And we ignite the feeling of gratitude, of devotion, and of reverence for this life as an aspect of the divine that served in so many others' evolutionary path, and specifically in my own, in this deep relationship that we experience. So I want you to call to mind a sacred silver bowl, and this bowl is infused with jasmine and rose and geranium, devotional essences. And I want you to imagine that you dip in this sacred water, the holy water, the fluid, 
beautiful, moving essence of love. As you dip in the sacred cloth, you can begin at the feet of your beloved and gently offer this cleansing to the sacred vessel as you recognize this technology as having held the expanded spirit in such beauty for so long or maybe for a shorter time, depending on the life age of this individual. And so go ahead and wash the body reverently, just moving up the legs, moving in to the torso and the heart area, brushing the shoulders, coming down each arm, and washing carefully each finger, the palm first on the left hand, and then coming down the right shoulder again, reverently washing and acknowledging the sacredness of this vessel. And coming down on the left side, making sure that really with your emotion that you are recognizing the miraculous divinity of the body. Now coming up to the face, take your last moments and trace the face of your beloved. Trace it with this sacred, holy water and feel gratitude, reverence, devotion, and celebration for this beautiful life form. And when you are complete, go ahead and place the water down on a side table. And then let's go ahead and wrap this body, swaddle it like a sacred baby that you are preparing to transition into next life. And as you complete this, find a basket of white rose petals and place these rose petals around the head of your beloved. See your beloved as sacred. And at this time, take the opportunity to express anything that you would like to share with your beloved. Tell them how you feel. Tell them how their life was of meaning to you. And now wish them well on their journey. Promise to use their transition as fuel to expand your heart to create more love in your life in the world.
and do this in their name for them. And after you feel complete, going to call the Davic realm and ask them to open up the sacred waters. I want you to imagine there is a waterfall over their head. And we are going to allow this sacred water to rinse away all of the life experience, all that was difficult, challenging, burdensome, painful, sad, constricted. And as you visualize this river running through their crown, all the way through their body and out through their feet, allow it to wash away the residue of any pharmaceutical drugs they may have taken, Purify all ancestral lineage they may have taken. Purify and clear any human collective. Fears that they may have held on to or limitations. I'm just going to ask the beloved teams to open up safe passage To my beloved, please assist them to the highest point of their own evolution, directly connected to source, free from isms, dogmas, or any entrapments. We claim their sovereign right as a free being, and we call forth for their evolution the highest support, the highest protection, the greatest love, the greatest celebration. So, beloved teams, please guide them, lead them, protect them, and be with them during this point of transition. I want you to imagine that their body starts to leave you. It's going to float up the river. It's going to be taken out of this realm. And it's going to be cared for in the highest divine manner that is available to this individual. So go ahead and let it go. Let them go. Let them leave. And know that they will always be within your own heart. So you will meet again if it is in your choice, in your desires. There is no death. There is only more life. And so, beloved teams, I'd like you to seal that exit portal. And I want to thank all the unseen beloveds, Davic realm, nature spirits, and all those beings that assist us. And so feeling yourself connecting with your breath, 
And coming back into this moment, feel yourself. So I hope that these perspectives and this process has offered you some divine support and a shift into the expansion of what we are truly capable for. Thoughts are things, emotions are powerful. Ritual is powerful. And we can interact and create and facilitate ritual even in the absence of physical presence. It is my desire to create a greater offering of this on my Water Tiger spiritual platform. I'm excited to create something with music, something that could be used as a template for a divine uh, celebration and safe passage of our loved ones. So if you'd like more spiritual connection and community, you can join us at Water Tiger. It's at juliepyatt.com. So until next week, I'm sending you guys so much grace and beauty. And may you remember who you are. Divine universal creator of more and more life. Namaste.